Good evening, everybody. My name is Marcus here with another episode of the Roads Untraveled podcast. This is episode 59, I believe. Uh, we've been doing quite a bit lately. Uh, last week was really hectic. Um, if you guys follow us on like Facebook or Instagram, you would know that we went down to Area 27 because they just finished paving the track. That's Basically, in, in Canada, we don't really have any awesome tracks, at least here in Western Canada. Um, the ones we do are very small. So Area 27 is basically a, uh, right now, it's a, I mean, it's a driver's club. It's a private club um, with a, it's a crazy road course. It's the first road course over two miles long west of Ontario. So we went there. I won't talk too much about it because... I want to make sure we have the full cast of people and like Grayson and Ulrich were there with me as well when we went out there last week uh, on very short notice, but we will talk about that trip on the next episode. But for now, I just wanted to get something out really quick for you guys. We've got a very hectic week coming up here, or I guess weekend. Um, so I'm just going to talk a little bit about the cars we're driving, the cars we're filming, and what's going to happen going forward. So... On the weeks that we don't end up putting out a podcast with everybody on it, like this week, for instance, I want to do something like this just so you guys know what's coming up on the calendar, what we have planned, uh, what's going to happen going forward. And as well, I want to start doing smaller podcasts as well, maybe that go up on the weekends, basically immediately after I drive the cars that we drive on our YouTube channel, right? Uh, YouTube.com slash Roads and Travel Show. If you haven't subscribed already, we're about to hit that 100,000, which is very exciting. But uh, so basically, I just want to jump on here after I drive a car and give you guys my complete feedback that's immediately after I jump out of the car or as soon as possible. If it's like a day later or whatever, just while it's really fresh in my mind, um, just so it's I can get my thoughts out to you guys and you can hear my full entire experience as it is. Um, I will still talk about the cars, obviously, on the regular podcast with everybody else. Um, and I won't, I'd like, but I'm not going to hold anything back basically is what I'm saying. Um, and I'm going to try to do that for the two shoots. Well, we have three shoots this weekend, but two that are locked in right now, um, which are very exciting Two, I would say dream cars of mine. It's not very often that I get to actually drive a dream car on the channel, so to speak. I mean, I do get to drive a lot of very cool stuff. Like we just put out a video of a 1977 Toyota Celica. Um, or as the Americans in the comments were bashing me for, uh, Celica. But as far as I know, I, I mean, I pronounce it Celica. Everybody I know pronounces it Celica, and everyone I've ever heard pronounces it Celica. Um, that's in the Western world, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how to say that. I guess it's UK, Australia, whatever. Um, that it was, it was a great car, and I'll talk about that more on the next podcast when, uh, when we have Grayson on here. But as far as dream cars go, I mean... It's hard to classify a 1977 Celica as a dream car. Now, was it fun? Of course it was fun. But uh, without further ado, let's get to the cars that we're shooting this weekend, okay? The Nissan Skyline GTR, all right? So we have filmed an R32 GTR, right, with about 700 horsepower at the wheels. We filmed an R34 GTR with about 700 horsepower at the wheels as well. Now, I didn't get to ring that one out as much. Um, and we've got another R34 GTR lined up, but I, I'll talk about that another date because that's not locked in yet. doesn't have a motor at the moment. The engine bay is empty. Um, so on Friday, we're finishing up the RB26 Trilogy. We are driving, or I'm driving, a Nissan R33 GTR. Whew. 
Okay, so <laughs> let me get started. Everyone like loves to hate on the R33. Let's get that right out of the way real quick. Everyone loves to hate on the R33. Why? Because, well, maybe the non-turbo models or the non-GTR R33s don't look as attractive as the R32 or R34 models. And I would... I'd have to wholeheartedly agree. I think if you get a kind of base R33 two-door skyline and it's, you know, it may, maybe even has the RB26, it's turbo, right? But it just, it doesn't have that extra edge to it, right? It looks a bit on the heavier side, you know, but there's something about the R33, the GTR in particular, I think it, I, it's one of my favorites for sure. I would put it up there side by side with the 32 and the 34 in terms of looks, I think they all look great. I think the front end of the 33 GTR is, oh, it's it's stunning. It's beautiful. Um, I'm really excited to drive that just to kind of complete the trilogy. The R34 GTR, of course, I mean, it felt very modern. It felt a lot more like a very kind of modern car than, you know, like a Mark IV Supra or an R32 GTR. Um, or like an MR2 Turbo, they all those all kind of feel very dated at this point, right? Uh, the R34 GTR was something different, so I'm very curious to jump in the 33 finally and get a sense of how it drives. I think the one I'm driving is it's actually putting down modest power um, in the RB26 world, which I'm actually kind of happy about, if I'm honest. Um, 700 horsepower at the wheels is great and all, but definitely... If I'm gonna, I, like, I want we're taking this on a twisty road, basically. So I want to have the straights, but I also want to have some really good sweepers, some tight stuff. Um, so this one's putting down, I think it's like 440 at the wheels. So still, I mean, it's gonna be a very fast car, very fast car. I believe it's a single turbo swap. I would, I would think so. It's running about 450 at the wheels. I could be wrong though. Um, could still have twins. Who knows? But those cars weigh about 3,400 pounds, which. For me, anything over kind of 3,000 pounds is heavy, but 3,400 pounds is not too bad. It could be worse, but uh, it's more of a GT car. But I'm very excited because that's always been a dream car of mine, and you can see the prices beginning to rise in the in the used market for these. Uh, actually, Mark at Brave Auto. Um, Mark I, is who I imported my car from, my MR2 from Japan. He was just on Facebook, and he posted a live auction um, that he tried bidding on for one of his customers of a grade 5 um, R33 GTR. Now, I won't bore you with the whole auction system and how it works, but basically cars are rated on grade 1 to 5. The only way a car can be grade 5 is if it has less than 10,000 kilometers on it and is like in pristine. It's basically classified as a new car, right? So here it is, a 90s R33 GTR. This thing has 5,500 kilometers on it. Absolutely nuts. I think it's sold for like f over $55,000 uh, Canadian, I believe, or something something crazy like that, which is quickly approaching R34 GTR territory. So Because um, those sell for like 60, 70, 80 grand, d depending. I mean, you can get a beat up one for like 30, 40, 50, but um, they vary a lot. Anyways, R33 GTR on Friday. I'm going to try to hop on the mic here again right as soon as we finish that shoot to give you guys my impressions. Um, and then on Saturday. Saturday is another dream car. You guys, if you've watched the channel, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know I love Porsches. I love Porsche 911s. I think there's just something raw about them. 
Um, there's something unique about, well, there's a, a bunch of things unique about the 911. Um, the motorsports heritage, the way the car looks, the design, the improvement on performance, like every iteration just gets better and better. They listen to the driving enthusiasts. I believe they're enthusiast brand uh, through and through. And I've driven a few. I've driven a, I don't have like a crazy, um, like a bunch of notches in my belt, so to speak, when it comes to driving Porsches. But I've driven a um, first generation Cayman, base Cayman. Uh, that was an auto. I have driven a uh, 964 Turbo, which was very insane. That video is also on our channel. Um, I have driven a an RWB Porsche 930 Targa. Well, I guess it's not really 930, but... Um, that generation Targa, right, the generation before the 964, uh, which was straight pipes, and that was also crazy. Um, and I drove a 997-911 GT3 RS, 997.1 GT3 RS, so that's the 3.6 liter, um, for about 10 minutes. That, 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 wasn't, that one wasn't on video, that was... I met the owner of the 964 Turbo, actually, beforehand uh, with my girlfriend at the time. And we were at a coffee shop, and basically we go out to the parking lot after talking about the shoot and how we want to shoot his 964 Turbo. And anyway, he drove up in his uh, GT3 RS, and at the end, he was just about to leave. He's like, oh, you want to take a first spin? And I'm like, Wait, you really don't have to ask me that question. Yeah, of course. Let's go for a drive, right? Uh, also straight-piped or very close to it, regardless. Uh, so that, those are the Porsches I've driven. Um, uh, I've never driven like a Cayenne or Macan or anything like that. 911s. Uh, so Saturday is kind of the, uh, right now it's definitely on, it's, okay, let's just get, let's get it out of the way. Uh, it's the 991 GT3 RS. Okay. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to let that sink in. Here I am. Uh, Marcus, YouTube person, uh, automotive junkie, so to speak, um, runs a YouTube channel with less than a hundred thousand subscribers and someone is throwing me the, their keys to their 2016 GT3 RS. I can't, I cannot explain my excitement right now. Um, it's, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, I'm not going to tell you where we're filming this car, but I can tell you it is one of my favorite roads and it is going to be absolutely stunning. Hopefully we can get the drone out. Uh, yes, it is PDK. Obviously, if you know anything about the newest GT3 RS, they don't offer in a manual anymore. That's why Porsche made the 911R basically. Um, but the GT3 RS still crazy valuable car. I mean, those things are not going down anytime soon there. Anywhere from two fifty to three hundred thousand dollars plus, it will be just about the. It'll probably be the most expensive car I've ever driven. Not that that really matters, but I'm not gonna lie. It's. I mean, it's in the back of my head, obviously that. And when I drove the nine six four turbo, um, those are very expensive cars, right? So t intimidating, I think, doesn't do it justice. That word doesn't really do it justice. So. Sure, the car is definitely going to be intimidating, not only the fact because it's so expensive, but it's a big car. Uh, it's a very fast car. It's something I'm not used to. I drive a lot of older cars um, from kind of the, I mean, <laughs> all the way from a 77 Celica to like, a, I drove a 2005 Viper recently um, and various other high-performance cars. I've driven much faster cars in terms of just 
raw power. Like I've driven 800,000 horsepower cars, whatever, but it's a brand new car with a PDK double clutch, basically the fastest double clutch transmission in the world right now, or one of, and one of the most advanced sports cars on the planet right now. I mean, you you could even call it a supercar. I mean, it it looks insane. Uh, the one we're driving is purple. Um, it was actually it was if you go on our channel, it was in one of our previous videos. We did a quick cruise up to Whistler, and that you can see that car in that video. But anyways, that's that's our weekend. I get to drive an R33 GTR on Friday, and then a GT3 RS on Saturday. So, uh, and then hopefully we may be doing a little bit of off roading in an STI, uh, an Impreza STI next week but it's that's not confirmed but that should be a lot of fun that was also modified like 350 at the wheels or something like that uh i've never driven an impreza sti so that should be fun but yeah the very high performance cars that we're driving should be a good time all right uh, a couple more things before i go i know this is a very short podcast uh, but i promise you this weekend we're gonna record a big one with whoever grayson and ulrich or whoever else could come out um Okay, so one more thing you guys have to do, or <laughs> I would love it if you guys did this, was I've, I know I've been asking on a few other episodes of the podcast if you guys could just go onto iTunes and rate and give us give us a rating and review, basically. It really helps us out. We're trying to climb the rankings. Our numbers have been going up. There are new listeners out there, so thank you guys for listening. This isn't the normal length of a podcast, I promise you. <laughs> but uh, if you enjoy the show, please go uh, subscribe on there and give us a rating and a review. That really helps us out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can go follow us on Instagram at Roads Untraveled, Facebook at Roads Untraveled Show. Um, we have t-shirts that are coming out very soon, just around the corner next week. Next week, we get our uh, our test prints. And from there, just honestly, just follow us on social media. That's the best way to keep up. And then we'll kind of make postings and uh, and go from there. But yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Have a good weekend. And I will, I mean, look out for my first impressions on the R33 GTR and the GT3 RS. Uh, Instagram is definitely the best and quickest way to keep up. I mean, I have my phone on me all the time and take pictures on shoots and kind of give my impressions like immediately as they're happening, right? So, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the show and we will see you next week. <laughs>